0: This edition of Spin the Rally Pod is brought to you in association with EA Sports WRC, Codemasters' biggest ever rally game. The game rallying gaming fans have been waiting for. Visit EA.com to find out more. Hello and welcome back to Dirtfish's weekly rallying podcast, Spin the Rally Pod. Today you join me, Luke Barry, with... I keep calling with a special guest. I say that too much as Eagle might get a bit too inflated. It's Mr. John Armstrong. John, how are you?
1: I am very well, Luke. Thank you very much for having me back on. And uh, yeah, excited to talk about some of the new things coming to EA Sports WRC. I
0: was going to say, for those that aren't aware, and you probably are by now, John is, of course, a game designer for EA Sports WRC, the new official licensed game for the world. Rally Championship and the man responsible for plenty of us losing many of our evenings playing this game and far too much fun Um, but John I guess quickly before we get into today's exciting topic just how much fun have you been having now that this game is out in the public you spent so long developing it but now you actually yourself are seeing everybody's reactions to it It must be quite special.
1: Yeah definitely it's been you know really positive the community and players reaction you know everyone seems to be having a great time and that's you know down to the the core experience but also these uh, the new features that we've added for EA Sports WRC or there's many things that we've wanted to do in the past that we we weren't able to and for this game we've been able to offer some unique experiences to the players so it's been going really really well and uh, for sure I've been enjoying uh, a couple of late evenings, getting involved as well, playing uh, online and uh, with a few people and um, also really enjoying the moments feature, um, you know, getting to drive through some of those historic moments. And uh, it's just a, such a, a great mode to just jump in really quickly to have something that's generated for you that you can play and it's uh, so much fun to, to experience
0: speaking of moments actually and this is already in danger of having a sidetrack to start with but we'll go with it um i was playing your moment from rally sweden the other day um and unless i've misread the time because there is a video on dirt versus youtube channel where you talk everybody through moments i might have beaten your time john by, by 0.7 of a second but i wasn't speaking to a camera but i'm just pointing that out because if everybody's seen the other video that we've done with the guys from ea sports wrc and how much quicker John was than me and just marking my improvement practice makes perfect everyone that's all I'm saying
1: that's impressive well obviously you're getting better because uh, <laughs> uh yeah I I think that was a pretty clean run from me so yeah well done I'll take it I'll take it yeah I can't give you too much abuse anymore it's just uh if you beat me you beat me
0: well, in fairness, I was back in my more familiar gamepad setup. For me, I'd, I'm sure I could go quicker if I really put the practice in on a wheel, but that was far too much tech for somebody with my limited ability. But anyway, John, we'll get more into the focus of today's podcast. And I must admit, throughout the many hours I've been playing this game, the one thing I haven't thought is, my word, I need another location. There's 17 <laughs> already to play through, but we're getting one. Central European Rally is coming
1: it is indeed and it's something you know that we've been working on for a while now in, in the background um you know that the game's been now released we've been uh, working on this extra location which is um you know represents one of the official rounds of the uh, 2023 wrce calendar um central european rally it's quite unique because it's another tarmite rally but it's different in character to the ones we have in game currently uh, There's a bit more uh, bumps and jumps to it uh, the terrain is yeah, generally a lot different in terms of the, the road width and how open some sections feel you can really get into uh, an amazing flow so yeah I think it's something the players are gonna really enjoy it's something different to what's in the game currently and that's something brilliant that we can add a location that uh, is a slightly different experience than, than what's currently there
0: I was going to say I've just suddenly started thinking and you can definitely correct me if I'm wrong with this but I make it pre-CER is it five Tarmac events are currently there if you can't I guess Monty is mainly Tarmac in this game isn't it so what Monty, Croatia Japan and I forget what their names Med- are. But Meta-
1: Mediterranean.
0: Thank you. See, I, I, in my head, right, I just call it Corsica and Spain. I'll be very <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> I'll be very honest. But yeah, there's that, and is the is it Iberica, Iberico, whatever it is. So yeah, so, so that I,
1: will make it six. Six. If you count Monte. Yeah.
0: And all, all five of those are very different, as you say. And I think Monty's caught me out actually about just because I think everybody associates Monte Carlo with all the hairpin bends and stuff, and there are elements of that but there's some really fast, bumpy sections in there as well. Croatia, I think, its own challenge. Japan, incredibly narrow. Um, Mediterranean, difficult as anything. Really difficult. Any mistake, and you, you're
1: punished bad. Yeah, there's, ro- there's rocks waiting everywhere, yeah. Everywhere.
0: Yeah, it's horrible. I think it's, most things, I think I was doing, maybe it was a moment I was playing actually. It honestly took me about 10 attempts just to make it through without crashing. Um,
1: ah, so that's how you get your good times. Is, uh 10, <laughs> ten attempts.
0: <laughs> well, I'll say I actually had a bit of stick for this from from Elliot our cameraman as well but I said it was honestly I swear down my moments in Sweden it was a one-hit wonder that first take or first try um, anyway I'll stop talking about that it's a little bit pathetic there, not it but the, the point <laughs> the point I was trying to get to is you mentioned it there but CER again I think anybody who saw the rally in real life will know that it was a very specific challenge very different to other events and it sounds like you've managed to replicate that in game. What, what kind of challenge, what kind of stages specifically without giving maybe too much away can, can players expect to find within CER in this game?
1: So, you know, we always really want to make sure we represent the the real life location. So, um, what the first step is always to, to get the research for different routes, different possible, uh, routes that we could choose. And the one that we have is actually uh, based in the Czech Republic, uh, in the, the region of where the rally was in, in that country. Of course, Central European rally uh, has three different countries involved, uh, but we had to, to choose one. And um, I think the Czech Republic gives a, a really good uh, variation of roads. Um, what we've seen from the real life coverage was very fast stretches of road very wide uh, in some places Uh, and then you sometimes turn through numerous junctions into more narrow sections through villages or forests and uh, you know i'm really pleased that what we chose to represent is exactly what you see in real life It gives you that same feeling and experience and and roadmap and it's a, a 32 kilometer stretch of stage in the forward and reverse direction. So we're adding a lot of uh, kilometers here and um, you know it's a big challenge to get through especially because it's such a high speed track where you have to manage your pace and keep you know maintain a pace through all the high speed sections but then there'll no doubt be a tight corner just waiting for you at the end of that. So it's it's really concentrating and listening to the pace notes and looking out for those challenges ahead. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, it's a location that has jumps on tarmac, which is something we don't really have in the other location. So it's trying to place your car correctly over the jumps. And unlike gravel, when you jump a car on tarmac, the landing is a bit more twitchy uh, to handle. And um, you know, the window of control, as I like to sort of describe it, is is a lot smaller. And um, on gravel, you're able to sort of let the car slide out and uh you can play with it a bit more but on tarmac uh the window of grip is is a lot uh, smaller and it's easy to go over the the slip um, and and lose control so you have to be very very precise and that's true also for your driving style so you really have to be very precise with your steering inputs you have to have small but quick inputs and whenever you turn into the corner you want to turn in very smoothly and then open the steering gradually as you go past the apex to the exit so um it's very easy to be, be too aggressive and maybe have the wrong rhythm and because it's a a, a fast location quite uh flowing and um, it has a very open feel to it as well in some places you know where um, you know, you've got maybe an open field on one side uh, and then a crop uh, Field on the on the other side. It feels very open and you have the opportunity to really Let the car run to the edge edge of the road Um, as you don't really have like I wouldn't say you don't have obstacles because there's plenty of things <laughs> to hit but um, It definitely gives you that feeling where you can really run the car to the edge of the road and uh, you know sometimes you're using inside of the corner to open the corner slightly uh, or you're running slightly wide Um, but one thing on tarmac also is you have to be careful when you do let the car run out wide on the exit of the corner that you don't touch the grass too much because it's a very slippery surface when especially when you're on tarmac tires so you have to be careful that you you don't just drop the rear wheel on the grass and the exit of a, a turn and then you're just going to swap ends up the road. So, um, yeah, it's a, I, I think it's a great experience. So we're just really excited now for, for players to see what they're going to be getting and then finally getting their hands on it.
0: You've whet my appetite there. I'll give you that. That was very, I think this is a, a genuine skill that professionals have is you, you manage to make rallying <clears throat> sound so artistically beautiful. And I think we can all, but if someone like me, it's pure just panic and try to get through what's in front of me. I can't. I don't have the capacity to actually think about <laughs> everything and describe it in such a way. So that was that was really nice. I, I suddenly feel very very, not that I wasn't intrigued already, but I feel very intrigued to see what's coming my way later this week when I when I get the game onto my machine. But if we can go backwards a little bit, John, if I may, and I appreciate you're one person of a very big team, so you probably can't tell us. Everything in regards to this, and maybe you can't because you can't tell the world exactly everything and all your secrets, but what i'm quite interested in is just how do you guys create and replicate real life stages in a game because it sounds so simple to me and more so we can look at it and think oh well yeah there's there's on boards so that you can just make it but how do you can you talk us through the process of actually deciding what you want to include replicating it actually getting it into a game because I'm imagining this isn't the work of a moment.
1: No, it's uh, it's definitely years and years of experience. And, uh, you know, moving to the Unreal Engine has allowed this process to uh, become more fluent to, to speed up the process of creating each track. Uh, but what we essentially do is we start off with the research on the location and potential routes that we might do in that location and with it being an official wrc game we we typically look at the routes that would be included year on year you know the the stages the famous stages that always seem to be included each year those are let's say the the front runners whenever we start looking at potential stages Uh, of course we create you know a short list of multiple stages um and the the research for this is usually done through things like uh, you know rally maps um, WRC plus for the onboards to find where they where they are in the world and uh, yeah what we're looking for here is something that's a really good fun exciting track for players that's got good variation uh, and of course something that is really you know famous as well that players will uh, will recognize when they see it.
0: I was going to say, because it, and you mentioned it a couple of times already, but you can't, as much as you maybe love to, you cannot include every single stage comment that was in real life. So you have to actually be selective about what kind of style you want, which I imagine is probably not, well, it probably is potentially a stressful process, isn't it? To me, again, looking from the outside, I think that must just be really fun. If that's your day at work, trying to decide what rally stage you want to put in a game, <laughs> it could be a lot worse. But I imagine that causes a few debates around the office and around the team that's working on this.
1: Yeah it, it does and uh, I think like I said there, there's usually front runners and then it's working with the WRC promoter and the rally organiser as well to figure out what they would like to include, uh, we'll figure out what we feel is the best experience in terms of the stage um, and then we'll we'll go from there we'll select a track and then when we're getting the reference we're, we'll often you know hire external photographers to travel to the chosen routes and take as many photographic references as possible um and then we'll also use recce videos from uh well some of my recce videos we'll use which uh, is really cool whenever it's a stage that i've done in recent years and i've got the recce footage we can use that to uh, help build the tracks but also the you know the sheer volume of onboards on on uh wrc or rally tv um you know that's really useful for us because we can see multiple angles different drivers we can see multiple passes of how the stage uh churns up and and degradates so that's incredibly useful as well for for gathering the reference um uh but then yeah the next step is going and getting actual uh map data from from google earth um is that what what you use
0: okay that makes sense but i never sorry i'm interrupting but i never (laughs) that's really interesting to learn that
1: yeah well basically the the level designers they're able to sort of map out the the chosen route directly where that is in uh google earth and then we can export that with all of the the height data and, and geometry into the game so that's really really powerful for getting the the landscape and everything correctly how it should be to the real world track um and then yeah it gives us a really good base to uh work from
0: i guess it's the same with anything in anybody's line of work but that must be so incredibly satisfying when all of these things come together and you've you've created this this rally arena, I shouldn't call it an arena, should I? <laughs> that's the first word that came to mind, but this it is is—it's as authentic as you can get it, and I think the effort that goes in is probably by a lot of people underestimated, so I don't know if you know the answer to this, but we'll use CER specifically, because that's the latest location you've added. This, obviously, I suspect is particularly challenging because it was an all-new rally that she only ran at the end of October but you've had to obviously try and get this in the game for this year's, because the, the game is based obviously on this year's WRC. So how long does this process take, roughly? Because to me, it sounds like it must take months, but are you able to do it quicker than that?
1: We can't do it quicker. Uh, you know, like I said, Unreal has allowed us to speed up the process, but it does take uh, multiple months from start to finish to uh, create a, a full location just because of the individual steps involved. There's different departments involved, you know, the the Level designers they start off making the the steps that we just talked about. So um, You know once they have a Google map data, then they're doing uh, You know a high level track pass where they will adjust the the geometry of the track so it's got the correct Heights uh, in in the right places, you know for the crests and Uh, jumps and things like that Um, and they'll do a lot of work on the actual road camber and road widths to make sure that you know when the road has a bit of positive camber we've got all that represented correctly in game and also the the road width is something that i feel is, is overlooked but incredibly important for the experience of the stage that you have you know the narrow sections feel really narrow and then you know the wider roads that you you have that variation uh and then moving on from there um, they'll start to add in more details like the dips and uh the camber polish the camber a bit more um and then a crucial point is the environment artists who um supply all of the you know the the art the textures uh the trees the walls the houses everything that dresses the environment to make it feel alive and make it feel like it represents that location that's a really important step and one thing that's uh included in that is the, the track edges so how the track blends with the surrounding terrain or track edges and um, every location has pretty much bespoke textures and assets throughout so it's a lot of work To go and make all those assets you know the let's say the walls the fences the houses everything the grass and the trees it's a it's a lot of work and um, yeah but that's that's what pays off and makes the environment feel true to life and um, yeah it all starts to come together when when that happens Uh, and then of course there's things that we need to add like reset lines and to sort of mark up where the player if they've driven too far off track or they've crashed too far off track that they get reset to track or it's a uh, sometimes we have terminal damage lines that sort of uh, recreate like if you've you know crashed off the side of a mountain and in real life there would be no way of, of coming back then it sort of simulates that yeah you've you've uh, you've went too far there and uh you're, you're not going to come back so it's it's over for you but um do, do you
0: have that in any sports topic i have i couldn't tell you from experience <clears> about that john I, i've never gone off once obviously yeah
1: so. you've yeah. never triggered one of those uh no, how, that's never. shocking um yeah. but yeah the, it's something it's uh, it's always funny when you hit them because um on one hand it's like it's it can be a little bit frustrating because like oh i want to continue but then on the other hand it's like whoa this is super realistic like yeah if i crashed there in real life then I, I would have never been able to get back on the road so <laughs> yeah um, yeah it's something something we we have to balance but it's really really cool
0: yeah i like it i, I do like that as i say that there, there are a couple where it may be caught me by surprise at first you're like, oh i've not gone that far off the road but then you when you see the replay and how far the car has gone down you're like yeah that's not coming back you try so- to walk
1: back to the road virtually uh and you can't make it <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that would do it that would do it but john talking about this entire process of of creating and implementing a location because i've got you on the other end of the call, i'll ask you directly i guess what is your specific role in this entire process what do you mainly look at when it comes to adding a new rally into a game
1: one thing that i do is the pace notes um which we haven't really mentioned so i will add the pace notes to each route and That's just based on my vision of yeah making sure the pace notes are consistent and how they would be you know set up in real life and throughout the game the pace notes are all angle based and yeah you should be able to get a good feeling for how much the road is turning um so that takes a lot of work from from my side to set up all the pace notes it's one of the bigger areas of my job so I, I enjoy doing that um, but in, in terms of the process of, of building the tracks I would say that each department is quite independent in what they do they do a really good job of it like and they have so much experience but what I will do is drive the tracks and um, if it's a track that I've driven in real life it's easier than one that I haven't to so give my feedback on. you know this crest actually is is bigger in real life or and this jump the the peak is a bit more sharp so it kicks the rear it's you know a little small granular details like that that i try to give that um and and to be honest yeah the feedback that i need to give it's very you know few and far between because uh the team do such a good job of recreating the tracks but um yeah i'll try through and, and just make sure everything feels correct and if i spot something that could be slightly improved then that's the sort of feedback i give but uh yeah um that's sort of how involved i am but like i said the pace notes is is one of the bigger things um so yeah that's that's how i get involved with the tracks but it's such a good job the team do and um you know i'm really excited to see players tackle this location and have a lot of fun with it i think it'll be something unique like we said before and uh, a really fun experience
0: this is where it's going to become very obvious that i'm a rally journalist and not a game journalist i've got a sub question and it's a bit nerdy rally wise if nothing else but in terms of creating these paystarts this fascinates me right so you've created the track do you just take a car and literally drive as if it was a recce and then make notes? And then, like, how many attempts do you give? I guess it's not like real life where you're only given two. You want to get this perfect because everybody's got to play it, haven't you? So how how think you know where I'm getting at this. How how does that work? What do you do to actually create the notes? And when do you get to a point where you're actually satisfied with what you manage to do?
1: Um, it's a good question because this game is a slightly different process than what we've done in older or previous games so um, I kind of had to find my way as I, I went along and uh, it, it ended up being a lot like real life where you know you'll drive the stage so I'll record basically a video of the gameplay camera on the interior so I normally use the dash camera just drive the, the stage through get a, a video which is almost like a recce video, I guess you could say, but it's a bit higher speed than probably what you would do in real life just to, to find uh, the true nature of the road and bumps and what's actually a jump and stuff like that. Uh, so I'll use that video then to go through the track and implement each call individually on the, on the spline. Um, and then I'll do a second pass to basically uh, make some finer... Adjustments like you would in real life also um, And yeah, just sort of refine the pace notes as much as I can to make them uh, detailed and, and also uh, Consistent that's a really important part to make sure that uh, the corners are all comparable and uh, the sort of the severity of the calls is spread evenly and all that sort of stuff And uh, yeah, I think I um, it's it's something that i i've had to figure out the process but i'm really happy with um the process that i i have now and uh yeah it's it's something that i worked on a lot with the audio team to come up with this new tool that we use for implementing the pace notes and uh, a new way of triggering the pace notes based on the speed the car is traveling at so that helps to sort of uh, simulate how a co-driver would be uh, Let's say not as far ahead in a technical place, but in a, in a high-speed place, they'd be much further down the road uh, and then yeah, it's just been a lot of feedback in, and uh, you know to and fro to sort of Improve it along the way and yeah, we've got a really a really good system now. So it's uh, Something that we're, we're proud of and uh, yeah It's, uh, it's uh, like I said a lot of a lot of work for me but I love I love doing it because it's a fun part of the job where I get to make uh, pace notes on, you know, virtual stages that are, you know, most of the time the same stages that I've driven in real life. And uh, it's, it's really, really cool. And um, yeah, I, I definitely a fun part of the job.
0: What well, I'd love to see here, and I'm stitching you up potentially, but if there is, I don't think anybody knows, maybe you don't even know what you're doing in real life next year, but if you get to any of these stages that are replicated EA Sports WRC, could you just take the pace notes from the game? And not bother with wrecky.
1: yeah <laughs> uh, we could definitely give it a go i'm pretty sure that i would get around with no issues i'm pretty confident in saying that um so yeah let's uh <laughs> let's give it a go it, it's, it would be quite a unique video proposal that, i think yeah
0: it would yeah so nobody steal that from me i'm giving that to the world but this is mine now no one take it, <laughs> no one take it. um but john you actually completely unprompted ended up doing it a little bit earlier but one of the things we wanted to talk about today as well is almost a little bit of a tips and tricks session from the master himself obviously the professional rally driver and game designer so a man that knows what it takes to be fast on stages both in real life and in the virtual world given we're talking about cer as the brand new addition to ea sports wrc it makes sense to focus i guess on tarmac driving because as well this is a flippant comment potentially to make but I suspect potentially there are more people that are actually quite and it sounds counterproductive to people that are maybe in the UK like I am because we don't really drive on gravel roads but I think it's almost easier to find out how to be fast on gravel in a game specifically i can't talk about real life obviously but in a game for me it's almost easier to find the ways to be faster gravel than tarmac because it's easy to be there or thereabouts on tarmac but finding that last extra percentage that bit of bravery to take the risk in the bits you know are a little bit risky that to me is really difficult i might be alone on this i don't know i can't speak for a community but i guess john first off are the driving techniques you need in real life the exact same in the game for a tarmac stage
1: yeah it's totally comparable it's it gives you the same feedback and sensations that you would have in in the real world and uh, of course the the tarmac uh handling was something that we really focused on for uh ea sports wrc coming from from dirt rally 2.0 it was one of our big elements to improve so it's for sure a step closer to uh you know that ultimate tarmac feeling and um when you drive in um, the Central European Rally, it's it's really fun for me, especially because it's a bumpy, jumpy tarmac rally. And that's what I grew up in, in, in Ireland, where you have bumpy tarmac. So I love when you, on tarmac, where you, you go over like a little skip in the road or you, a small jump and the car gets light and you sort of feel... The rear sort of uh, dance around a little bit, um, but you just keep the throttle absolutely pinned because you have you have the grip of the asphalt uh, surface and the uh, the asphalt tire digging in, um, and also, also you know super, uh, you know low and and stiff suspension setups on most modern rally cars as well. So um, the body, the or let's say the weight transfer is not as pronounced as on gravel Uh, so yeah it uh it means that you can be very aggressive um but there's a limit to that and when you start to overdrive uh that's when you get into issues on tarmac so it's all about as i said earlier having a very smooth approach with well let's say let's focus on the steering wheel which we talked about earlier you know you want to have small inputs Uh, especially on the faster corners and in a straight line you really don't want to be going from side to side um at all because you'll just get into a what we call a tank slapper in the the rally world where your rear uh starts fishtailing all over the place and uh, unless you're very quick and and able to recover from that situation it it often results in a, a spin so the the best way to eliminate that is to keep your steering very central uh, on high speed and, and let's say less severe corners um, and if you feel like you can't do that at the speed that you're going at just reduce your speed slightly so that you're able to keep the car under control and naturally over time you'll figure out how to improve increase your pace but keep the steering in a similar um, low input sort of area Uh, on the tighter corners of course you're gonna be putting on a lot more steering lock um, so it's it's fine to do that in the slower corners Um, you might get some understeer or oversteer which is also fine in in the slower corners because you've got more uh, time to react to to catch the slide so that's totally fine and in the the medium corners it's just trying to be really progressive with your steering so turn into the corner clip the apex and then open the steering once you past the apex uh, which is the you know the, the tightest point of point of the corner uh, and then open the steering to the exit again and um, the the progressiveness and, and smoothness also is relevant for your throttle and your brake inputs. so uh how i like to...
0: you, you don't want to be stabbing on it do you no could be, yeah
1: yeah if you stab throttle then you might get more um depends on what type of car you're using uh but let's say with a four-wheel drive or rear wheel drive car you're going to get more snap oversteer uh but if you have a more progressive throttle input you're going to limit that uh that snappiness at the rear and then with a front wheel drive car if you smash the throttle too early you might get a a load or a bag full of understeer before you've made it around the corner. Um, And then braking, of course, is very important to time your braking at the right point. Uh, I like to brake really quite heavily initially and then trail brake as I go deeper into the the corner and and closer to the apex. So uh, that allows you to figure out where the grip is, how far you can push it uh, and then okay some with this method sometimes you break too early uh, but what you can do then is just come off the brake again and let it coast into the apex and then get on the throttle again and that's a really popular uh, well it's obviously popular in the racing world but also in in modern rally drivers it's a very popular way to drive on tarmac um, to increase you know how smooth you are and how much speed you carry through the corner. In terms can I, of...
0: Can, sorry, can I just cut across very quickly there? For those that maybe aren't aware, and I might be patronising some, I don't know, but for anybody who doesn't know what trail braking is, can you just briefly explain what that technique is?
1: Yeah, so what I uh, was sort of pointing towards there is that you brake quite heavily initially going into the corner, and then once you heavy, you're you're gradually... Reducing the braking input as you get closer to the start of the corner or the apex of the corner uh, so it's basically brake hard and then reduce or uh, Release the brake pedal as you go into the corner um, and Yeah, like I said, it's a very popular uh, Driving technique on tarmac. So um, Yeah, it's it's something that uh, I would recommend trying when you get your hands on it and uh, in terms of central european rally in general like i said it's a very fast open location in areas it's quite wide um which means you need to take a lot of racing lines through the corners to try and maximize your corner speed and maintain a good average speed through the, the stage uh, there's some tighter corners as well that you might need to use a quick uh, nip of the handbrake um, and then lots and lots of junctions, which, yeah, you have to be aware of that, and and listen to the co-driver calls. When you hear a like a turn, turn square right, or a turn one right, or turn hairpin left, the turn element of that means that it's a junction. Um, so if you keep your ears out for that, um, yeah, if if you hear that, then you know there's a junction coming up. So it's a a place where you have to be extra aware so that you don't miss it or overshoot the junction um, we see that a lot in real life where you know drivers overshoot junctions and it can also happen in games. so it's a a top tip um, but yeah I think it's a really fun location it's all about getting into a really good rhythm try to keep your average speed up and uh, yeah watch out for those sort of bumps and and jumps that you'd be extra smooth over those and uh yeah that's that's the main the main characteristics i think for being fast there is just to have a real smooth approach and uh, try to keep it yeah the the your speed up as much as you can
0: I can't lie, these bumps and jumps, the prospect of them both terrifies and excites me at the same time. I think with somebody at my skill level, it's probably is more the terrified aspect of it to begin with once yeah. <laughs> I get my head around it. But yeah, you're right. It's not something that actually has been on a tarmac surface really in this game. So it's another thing that we're all going to have to to get on top of. But just for the avoidance of any doubt, John, obviously this comes out on December the 14th, the location. What do players have to do to get their hands on it?
1: Uh, so it's a free update which means uh, all the players need to do is allow the, the game to update and they'll have the location uh, free to play when they go into the game. They can play it through all uh, variety of game modes from time trial to career to championship mode. Um, so yeah, it's very minimal work really to get in this new location and uh, yeah, all the players need to do is just allow for that update and they'll be good to go.
0: And a little birdie tells me that CER isn't the only new thing that's coming.
1: That is correct. We have uh, season two of Rally Pass coming up, and also season two of Moments. And if we focus on Rally Pass initially, that's where you can uh, earn new customizable items through the XP system uh, to, yeah, put put some items on your your driver. So we'll have a variety of new suits helmets gloves and all and hats as well i believe so yeah there's going to be some new exciting designs there and also uh some liveries for the cars as well um and yeah, like i said some exciting designs i think some of them are really really cool uh so yeah i know players always really want that uh sort of customizability uh so yeah we're, we're really doing that with uh, with rally pass and then on the moment side, of course, we touched upon it earlier uh, that Luke beat me on my own moment. Uh, so Thank, thanks,
0: a, thanks for repeating that, John. I appreciate it. I yeah, do appreciate that.
1: We've only done we've only done it a few times, but uh, yeah, you, you <laughs> did beat me. So, um, but yeah, we have we have a bunch more coming. And when I say a bunch more, it's it is a lot. You uh, have a new one every day, and um, and to pick a few out of that that I felt were quite interesting ones we have a cali Robin pera becoming world champion uh in 2022 uh which case of course was in Oceania, uh or um the real life one uh which was in new zealand so and that's a moment where it's based around becoming the youngest world champion in the history of the wrc um so that's a really nice one we've also got a katsuda in rally japan in 2022 where he finished third uh on the podium um on his home event and i think that's a really interesting and and cool moment to play through uh and then with moments we also have all of the more historical events as well and and we've got one that's based on uh colin mcrae winning the 1995 rally new zealand um which was ah, very good one of his most favorite events uh, of course that was the season that he was the world champion so uh it's a it's a nice event to um to get yeah get it, it, it or put yourself in the shoes of a rally legend and go through one of the events that he won to become world champion so um but there's a bunch more um i think the really cool thing is that we've got loads uh loads of variety in there of modern moments that are based on 2022 2023 wrc we've got historic ones that are based on uh all sorts of um you know older generation like the 90s and early 2000s wrc uh, events and and drivers and then we've got also some fictionalized ones as well Uh, so there's a really good variety and as i said at the top of the podcast I, i personally really love playing through moments i think it's a really nice way just to hop in and have you know a big variety of uh let's say you know locations and car combinations to try with different weather and You've also got the objectives to hit for each moment. And then you've got a leaderboard as well of, of individual uh, moments that, um, you know, gets populated every time that another player plays through it. Uh, you'll then have, um, you know, be able to compare yourself against the best in the world. So um, definitely make sure to check out the, the new moments. I think there's going to be some really fun uh, and, you know, uh, just ones that you can really get lost in if that makes sense ones that just put you in the place of what it was like to be that driver
0: you started adding some with multiple stages as well which caught me out the other day Um, i was all proud of myself i had done managed to survive one stage in portugal with a ford rs200 the group b car and then i was like it said next stage i was like what no what's going on and thankfully i think i had a service break for the next two but that caught me out i was like wow we've got some concentrating to do boys that was
1: dangerous yeah Yeah, well i think the majority of them are single stage but we do have numerous uh, moments that have multiple stages in them as well which i think uh, is nice because if you want something that's a little bit longer then you've got that option as well
0: very good well john i do appreciate your time as always Um, I guess we'll all be seeing you on the leaderboards in CER, probably at a different end of the leaderboard to most of us, but we can all aspire to be at your level one day with plenty of practice. And actually plenty of tips. He's given away a lot there, actually, I have to say. Whether we can all put it into practice is another thing altogether. But we've got no excuses now, John. You've given us a bit of a a secret lesson into how to master this new event. So hopefully you'll be challenged very quickly on the time trial boards.
1: I'm pretty sure I will. I'm under... No illusion (laughs) that I'm I'm not the fastest in the game, that's for sure. There's some uh really fast drivers out there. So uh yeah, I'll I'll be the one trying to chase down their times. Uh so yeah, I'm looking forward to giving it a go and uh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really, really interesting and we can't wait to see it.
0: Well thanks very much. Just to repeat as well, this game, if you are listening on the day the podcast comes out, is available on Thursday. If you're listening a bit later, it's probably available already to play now. So make sure you get stuck in and experience 32 kilometres of goodness on Central European Rally. Thank you for listening.